You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production. It's kind of like food, you know, once we realized all the junk that's in our food, like, you know, people wanted to eat organic or at least, you know, cleaner. And I think it's the same thing with hair care. Like skincare has been cleaned up a lot, but people do not realize the stuff in their hair care that could, you know, potentially be affecting their skin. And to me, it was just like, you know, I had to do it because as a dermatologist, in my case, you know, I was getting acne, but just to think that you could be bathing and pore clogging ingredients with your hair care products without realizing it, you know, I just think people deserve to make good choices. If you're going to eat, you know, an organic salad for dinner or a pack of Oreos, just like know what you're doing. <laughs> that was Dr. Iris Rubin. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative, movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hello, welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. Today on the podcast, I am syncing up with Dr. Iris Rubin. She is the co-founder of Scene, a luxury skin-caring hair care line. She's also a board-certified dermatologist with laser and cosmetic fellowship training, a graduate of Harvard Medical School, and former pediatric laser surgeon at Children's National Medical Center. Sien was born from Iris's experience with breakouts as it related to her personal hair care use, deciding that she and her patients shouldn't have to choose between great hair and great skin. Iris holistically rethought the formulation process for hair care. The product line is truly awesome. I've had the opportunity to use the shampoo, conditioner, blowout cream, and magic serum over the past few months, and I'm a huge fan. I'm in the pool three times a week, training five, six days a week, and my hair gets super dried out from all of the washing and drying, air drying as well. Scene products have felt super light and very hydrating. I was really psyched to connect with Iris and discover the Scene hair care line. During our conversation, Iris and I sync up about where the idea and inspiration for Scene began when she made the transition from her daily practice of dermatology to building a brand. We chat about Scene's current and growing product line, the signature and key ingredients, Iris's personal and brand mission, and the exercise and wellness routines that fuel her for success. Scene's patented formulas are a game changer for hair and skincare. They're clinically proven to be both non-comedogenic and non-irritating. Seen scientific advances stem from ingredient selection and from optimizing and balancing ingredients to minimize clogging of pores. The products use good-for-skin additives and many natural ingredients. They are color-safe and formulated without sulfates, silicones, parabens, dyes, gluten, or animal testing. For those with sensitive skin, a fragrance allergy, or who simply prefer no fragrance at all, Scene offers fragrance-free product formulas as well. I hope you enjoy what you hear. If you do, leave us a review. It's easy. 
head over to wherever you get your podcasts on Apple. Click on the Marnie on the Move podcast, scroll through the episodes, click on five stars, and then click on leave a review. Also, on Spotify, you can leave five stars as well. And feel free to share this conversation on your social channels, wherever you get social. Now, on to my conversation with Dr. Iris Rubin. It's so great to have you on the podcast today. Thank you for being here. Yeah, excited. So I'm loving your hair care line. So just to say thank you so much for sending over the product. And it's really great. So I have a few favorites, but tell me a little bit about Scene and how it started and the inspiration behind these terrific products. Yeah, Marnie, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on the podcast. And so glad you're loving Scene. You know, scene came about, I'm a dermatologist and I was in my thirties and I realized every time I would go get my hair done, my skin would break out. And I was like, hmm, what's going on here? So then I, I stopped like putting styling products in and it would still happen and made this connection that hair care products really, in my view, are skincare products because they, um, they really affect the skin. And, and we actually went out and got the science around it showing that anytime you use a hair product, even shampoo and conditioner, they leave a residue, um, they can leave a residue on the skin. So, you know, as we're talking, you probably have residue from hair products on your, on your scalp, on your face, on your body. And hair products just are not designed with the skin in mind. And in my case, it caused acne, but in other cases can cause like dry flaky scalp or eczema or fragrance sensitivities. Um, and so at the time I was actually practicing at Children's. I'm a pediatric laser surgeon and spent much of my career treating babies and kids with disfiguring birthmarks and scars. And I just, I made that tough decision to resign from children's. I also have three kids and, you know, I, I, I think anyone who tries to be like, some people maybe can succeed at being like superwoman. For me, I, I couldn't, and I just wasn't actually all that interested in trying to be superwoman. I'm like, you know what? Like, I really believe in this concept. Let me like focus on, you know, on scene. It was, it was hard to resign from children's, but that's, how scene got started. I think, you know, as an expert and as a dermatologist, you are strategically positioned to launch this kind of product because you know the science, you have the experience, the years of school and, you know, all the things you need to really put deep thought and science into a product line. So I, I love that as a business person. I love that move, the transition from you know, being a doctor and practicing dermatology and then transitioning into an almost like an extension of what you do into hair care. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's actually surprising to me that a lot of hair care isn't developed by dermatologists because yeah. if you think about it, like scalp is skin and the scalp is where your follicles live. That's the manufacturing plant for the hair. So it turns out when you optimize hair products like seen for the skin, it has all these hair benefits as well. Um, so I, it's, it's funny. People think like your skin stops at your hairline, but it actually doesn't, you know, your scalp, your scalp is skin. Um, in my case, I'm fortunate because my twin sister actually went to Harvard business school. When I went to Harvard medical school, my husband's a physician, but also as an MBA, my brother-in-law, who's my amazing business partner is a Wharton MBA. So I was surrounded by, you know, business brilliance, um, yes. which I think made it a bit easier for me to take the leap. How did you get into dermatology in the first place? Like what was your sort of inspiration into that? Yeah, I always wanted to be a doctor ever since I was a kid. I, I hate to see people suffering. I still do. Um, I mean, nobody does, but to me, it was like, I would just like stop 
in my tracks and be like, okay, what can I do? Um, and I actually wanted to be a surgeon, but I actually need to sleep. And turns right. out um, my, my best friend from medical school actually became a transplant surgeon, but you know, she's better with no sleep. I was not very good with that. And, um, and I, I was just drawn to dermatology because I, it's very visual and I love to fix things. And it was, it's really gratifying. And um, as I mentioned, I, I, I spent a lot of my career treating disfiguring birthmarks and scars and being able to fix things, I found very, um, very gratifying. <laughs> and I know that your products are not specifically about the hair, but it's about your skin overall and like your scalp and everything else. But you also want your hair to look good. And then there's all these like chemical based products out there on the market that claim that they're going to do X, Y, and Z for your hair, but really they're not good for your hair or your skin. Totally. And actually one of the important things that took us over four years to develop scene was to make sure that it was amazing hair care as well. So I, you know, we often talk about the skin benefits because that's what makes scene so unique, but it turns out when you optimize hair care for the skin, it has all these incredible hair benefits. So, you know, I have naturally incredibly frizzy hair, but scene has got amazing anti-frizz, anti-breakage benefits, also volume benefits because yes. you, you were alluding to clean. We took out all the junk you wouldn't want to put in in on your skin or in your hair. But one of the things we also took out is silicones. I don't actually necessarily think silicones are bad. I can certainly go into why we took them out. I don't think they're like categorically bad, but that just created a really volumizing product because silicones can often weigh down the hair. Yeah. So talk to me, since we're on the topic of ingredients, like what are some of the amazing ingredients in scene and in your products? And also it smells really good as well. The fragrance uh, terrific. So Thank you. On the fragrance note, we actually went to four fragrance houses and my business partners, my brother-in-law, my twin sister's um, husband, and we took our oldest kids. We've got six kids between us. We took the four oldest and we got the top four fragrances and washed each kid's head and lined them up like ducks in a row. And <laughs> we worked awesome. really hard because I used to buy herbal essences when I was a yes. kid. Like I like, like fragrance is so important and we do have fragrance free scene. So it's really a choice because some people are allergic or sensitive to fragrance or they make right. migraines. Um, but I use the scented shampoo. Like for me, I, I have to use the scented yeah. Um, shampoo. I just yeah, love it. So um, yeah, so I, we can talk about some of the great ingredients in scene. We also took out like, you know, anything that's not good for you, not good for skin, that clogs pores or irritating and um, or potentially you know, allergenic, we took out a lot of those right. ingredients. One thing that's interesting is, you know, people sometimes assume that scene is totally natural and organic, but you know, it's not. And I'd like to say poison ivy is hundred percent natural. Just because something's natural doesn't mean that it's skin friendly. So we use a lot of natural ingredients when possible, but we also believe in safe synthetics. Right. Um, some ingredients that are really unique to scene. One is um, something called hemisqualane. That's plant sugar derived, and we call it nature's answer to silicone, biodegradable, and just has amazing properties for the hair. And then we also include bisabolol in a lot of our products, which is a skin soothing derivative that's often, um, that's naturally derived, often found in skincare products. So we, we really borrow a lot of skincare. I've been using Scene shampoo, conditioner, and products for a few weeks now. You also have a blowout cream and a magic serum. Tell me about these products. The blowout cream and Magic Serum both have an ingredient called squalene in it, which yes. is a really like just, yeah, amazing, mainly skin ingredient. That's a natural um, emollient and, and just brings a lot of hydration. Um, 
So yes, you know, our blowout cream is, is probably not named properly because you can use it to heat style or you can also use it to air dry. But I think what you're probably loving is that it's it's a lightweight hydration. It does yeah. have UV and pollution protection for the hair. If you do heat style, it's got heat protection. Um, it's strengthening. So it's got all those benefits. And then I love magic serum because I'm so frizzy naturally. And I'll just put a few drops on wet or dry hair. And it's just um, got amazing strengthening benefits, like a single use, 81% more strength. And also it's just great for like frizz and shine and heat protection. That's what I, I figured that out really quickly. I was using it on earlier, you know, during podcasts and recordings and running around, my hair gets really frizzy. So I was putting it on, especially in the winter in New York. So, okay. So I kind of touched upon this for a second earlier when we were talking, but you know, I have a lot of athletes that listen to the podcast and a lot of them are triathletes. Some of them are just swimmers. And I was wondering, you know, I've heard a lot of different things about how you can, what you need to do when you're swimming in a pool, like to protect your hair from chlorine or even from salt water. And how can you keep your hair healthy when you're doing those things like weekly, daily? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think there's a couple things yeah. to do. Um, I mean, one thing, you know, and I, I honestly, like I had to do my research on the, on this one, you know, some people talk about wearing a swim cap, but yes. like, you know, I mean, that's, I don't know that some people will do that. Some people, you know, I feel like I used to swim and I never liked wearing a swim cap. I just, just didn't. Yeah. You have <laughs> yeah. to in pools though, in the city, you have to wear a swim cap. You do? Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's fine. So yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. obviously if that like keeps your hair dry and you're not, cause it's really the chlorine that dries it out. Right. Um, another tip, you know, that, that I actually read that makes sense to me is actually wetting your hair beforehand because then less of the, you know, this obviously wouldn't, um, if your hair is not getting wet with the, with the cap, you're good. But if you know, your hair is going to get wet, if you wet it beforehand, then less of the pool water can potentially penetrate. Um, and then certainly, you know, at least rinsing your hair afterwards to, you know, get rid of the chlorine. And if you're blonde like yourself, you know, super important because you can get a greenish tint to minimize yeah. any color change. You know, the copper deposits can make can make it greenish. Um, you know, but I'd say another thing is like as an athlete and a swimmer, you're washing your hair a lot. So just making sure that the products you're using are not just really drying um, you know, that they're gentle enough on the hair and skin. And yeah. I, I love, you know, seeing for athletes because of the fact that it's sulfate free, it's gentle enough for daily use. You're not going to dry out, you know, your hair and skin um, so much. Would you ever recommend like putting conditioner in your hair or using the blow dry cream for that? I, I definitely think putting a layer of protection, whether or not it's um, conditioner or blowout cream makes a lot of sense to yeah. protect your hair from the chlorine. I was reading interestingly that like it's not necessarily friendly to the other swimmers or to the pool to oh, put right. like all this like yeah. you know oily goop on your hair so that I'm not sure about about the, the swimming you know etiquette but the yeah. nice thing about like you know seeing blow cream is that it's very lightweight and fast absorbing and I, it's different than like putting a ton of oils on your hair that are then going to like make its way into the pool so I yeah I think putting blow cream is a great idea before going in that's a great that's a good point I think that you know I get I feel bad with my hair because I do swim like three times a week. It gets destroyed, you know, and then I go and I get it done. You know, the pool came up because I, um, I've never had a smoothing treatment until this past year. And I went for actually a formaldehyde free smoothing treatment. Cause I was just finally like, you know what? Like I hate doing my hair. I, I feel like 
I've told my um, brother-in-law, like if I have to get ready for, cause he's my business partner, if I have to get ready for like to be on camera and I have to do my hair, it feels like a robbery of like 40 minutes of my time. Like I really don't like it. So I went and I got this smoothing treatment and they're like, well, if you get in the pool, it's just going to ruin it. I was like, you know what? Like if I want to get in the pool, I want to, I want to get in the pool. So I don't know. I, I, yeah. I really believe like you should do the things that make you happy and then figure out a way to make your hair look good, you know, like regardless. That's what I've been doing. All right. Hope you are enjoying this conversation. Just jumping in here to give a shout out to today's sponsors, Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is the ultra personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, and lifestyle to help you optimize your body from the inside out. It transforms your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science-backed nutrition recommendations you need to optimize your health. Get 20% off today at insidetracker.com slash Marnie on the move or use our code CheersMarnie. Well, the products that you sent over, like your line is great. I mean, I highly recommend it. And there's, you know, there's there's not a lot of products in the world of sports, endurance sports. So the thing that makes like seem really appealing for athletes, again, is the yeah. fact that you can use it every day without drying. But also a lot of athletes, um, I don't think swimmers as much, but get like back acne. And yes. we did a study showing that just by changing to seeing 70% of people with back acne got better. And it's because a lot of traditional hair products have pore clogging ingredients and they're just running down, you know, your chest and back. But as an athlete, you know, you're often, you know, you don't, any, nobody wants back knee. Um, yeah. But I feel like, you know, having, having the, the sweat and the exercise can only just sometimes, you know, contribute to those clogged pores and exacerbate the back knee. So it can be even more of an issue with That's athletes. That's such a good point. And it's, it's so true. And it's something that I think probably a lot of people don't think about, you know, it's like, People should open their eyes to like, the products they're also using on their hair. It's important. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And now are you, so now you're solely focused on scene and building the brand and the line. You're not practicing dermatology anymore. No, I resigned a few years ago. And, you know, for me, it's a good fit. I mean, we, so our give back mission at scene is to support laser clinics in the developing world that treat babies and kids with disfiguring birthmarks and scars. So I feel really good about that. Um, I, I didn't realize how much I love just learning new things and I love being creative. And so for me, it's really, um, fun being an entrepreneur with the science driven business. And especially because I have the best business partner in the world, Greg, who's married to my twin sister. I actually picked him for my twin sister. And I I always say to him, I, yeah, I say to him now, I'm like, I didn't realize I was picking you, not just for Sharon, but also for me. Um, but it's great because I get to focus on the on the science and the product development um, and, you know, innovate. And and I love researching ingredients and all the science behind it. So it's it's been really gratifying. And probably the most gratifying is just um, getting emails from people all the time about how scene has changed their lives. Today, we um, we got a letter actually from an eighth grade student, which was who was saying how much scene had changed her life because she used to have, you know, this acne and it's gotten so much better and her hair's gotten better and she's doing a business project and she wanted to get more information on the company and she picked our company. It was so, it was like so cute and so rewarding. That's amazing. And how old are your kids? You said you had three, three children. Yes. Yeah. Seven, 12 and 15. It's, I mean, this is a great product for kids, especially because a lot of teenagers have acne and. Yeah, no, my kids like think it's so brilliant. And 
you know, when I was working at Children's, all they saw was that mommy can never make it to events at school because she's in the operating room. But now they think it's, you know, the fact that I help their skin, they think it's like, you know, that they, they think very highly of that. But yeah, lots of kids love scene. It's really, it's really for the whole family. And then my mom's age group loves scene because it's really volumizing and mm. she suffers from, from hair loss. So she actually had a, a wig before we launched scene and she was about to start using it. I was like, look, mom, just try using scene. And she was able to get enough volume where she felt like she didn't need to use the, the wig. And so I think that can be, you know, That's pretty amazing. dramatic for people as well. Yeah. So yeah, when did you really, guys launch? Really when did you launch scene? Officially. We launched in November, November, 2018. Got yeah. It. Where can people buy your products now besides on your website? Yeah. Yeah. Our website, hellosine.com. We're also um, on Ulta.com. And, you know, Ulta has been a great partner for us. Blue Mercury, Germ Store, Skin Store. So, you know, You're we're uh, a young, hopefully soon everywhere. We're a lot online right now, but going to be, you know, expanding um, as well. And some dermatology offices also carry scene. When you're not helping other people with their skincare and hair care, what are you doing for yourself in terms of being healthy? And also, what's your exercise go-to? Yeah, and I, you know, I was looking at some of your prior podcasts, and I love your focus on wellness. And I mean, it, it's amazing. So you know, it's just looking like really just in- incredible um, people that you've interviewed. So I, I actually meditate once or twice a day, and then I either do yoga or I use something called the arc. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I exercise like, you know, probably like five or six times a week. It just makes me a better person. What kind of exercise? Yeah. So, so there is this machine called the arc. It's kind of like, um, your old elliptical. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. It's like a modern version of the elliptical. I, I, I'm not like, like super exertional with it, but you know, just to, and then I love walking. Yeah, with my husband as well. That's awesome. Well, how many products do you have? So we have a shampoo, conditioner, a deeper conditioner, blowout cream, curly cream, magic serum. And we have actually a lot of products launching this year, which is really exciting. Can you talk about them? Our body wash is coming out next. Um, so, you know, we have so many people that use our products and they're like, what should we, what should I use on my body? And so, you know, that inspired creating um, a body wash that's going to be scented and fragrance-free. And then, you know, that's kind of an entry into, into skin. Um, but yeah, so it's just expanding, you know, in, in hair care and then, um, a few other skincare products as well. I love that. That's so smart. I think it's great to be able to wear both hats, to be able to be a product innovator and start a brand Mm -hmm. and to have the medical background and science background to do all the science and formulations. Is that what you love about having your own business? Yeah. And you know, it's my mom was like, I always knew that you'd have a product line. I never in a million years thought that I would have a product line, but you know, it kind of found me like I didn't seek out to find, to have a product line, but I just, I just think it's like people, it's kind of like food, you know, once we realized all the junk that's in our food, like, you know, people wanted to eat organic or at least, you know, cleaner and I think it's the same thing with hair care. Like skincare has been cleaned up a lot, but people do not realize the stuff in their hair care that could, you know, potentially be affecting their skin. And to me, it was just like, you know, I had to do it because as a dermatologist, in my case, you know, I was getting acne, but just to think that you could be bathing and pore clogging ingredients with your hair care products without realizing it, you know, I just think people deserve to make good choices. If you're going to eat, yeah. you know, an organic salad for dinner or a pack of Oreos, just like know what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Make that decision knowingly. Yeah. And in terms of like, you know, business and entrepreneurship, what are some lessons that you've learned along the way that you think are like 
just really amazing things to learn and things that you maybe had to push through? Yeah. I think at first it's like, if you have a, a good idea, like to ignore the naysayers, because I yeah. think anytime there's an innovative product, like there's going to be naysayers and, and there'll be naysayers in like, you know, high up positions. Um, you know, and I, I had plenty of them, but the science proves that hair care, you know, affects the skin. Um, so I think that's one thing. And then another is like, if you have an idea, there's a difference between a product and a business. Right. So how do you actually make it into a business that, you know, is investable and, and grows and, you know, having a product that works is really just the start, but, um, you know, building the team around you. And again, in my case, having Greg, who's an amazing business partner has been so key because, um, you know, having the product is one thing, but you have to have the distribution, right. you have to have marketing, um, you know, and it's hard when you're a new brand. Um, to get people to pay attention. And, you know, the other thing that I've learned is that it's not like, I don't think anything's really an overnight success. Things that yeah. even appear as an overnight success, like, you know, every, like even seen, you know, we started formulating, I think in probably in 2014. Right. So now we're in, you know, so now it's eight years later, yeah. um, you know, and we're still, we're still building. So I, you know, I think just the grit and perseverance really, and, and, and building a team around you and, knowing what you know and what you don't know is also super important. Yes. I think that's, I hear that from a lot of podcast guests and entrepreneurs. It's just like, you know, it's the path of the entrepreneur and business owner. It's like, you know, you just have to be super focused and keep going and also don't expect things to happen instantly. Yeah. And, and I think also, you know, one of our main um, principles at scene is just learning from the best. And so I think there's a lot you know, if you work with Finn, they're done that people, you can, you know, mistakes you can avoid. I mean, there's going to be, you know, mistakes that happen along the way, but I think that's also been really helpful for us. Hair care is the future of skincare. Yeah. I, I, to I totally, I totally agree. And like, you know, I never, I never used to actually, I would buy one fancy product, but then I would buy some drugstore products. And, um, you know, I think people think, oh, it's just like, since it rinses away, shampoo and conditioner goes down the drain, like that you don't have to really necessarily, yeah, invest. The other thing I would say is like a lot of times people will spend all this money on their skincare and then undo it with their hair care without realizing it. So it's kind of like stepping on the gas and the brakes at the same time, you know, if you're investing in your skin and then, you know, forgetting about the impact of your hair products. I just have been seeing that a lot of, there's a, an emerging trend in coming from skincare into hair care, but yeah, have yeah. you seen that? I think there, yeah, there's this, and they call it the skinification of hair. Okay. So, you know, the whole idea that scalp is skin is not new to scene, but the, I think what scene raises the bar on this whole concept of skinification of hair, because, you know, what people don't realize is hair care not doesn't just affect your scalp, but it affects your face and your body. Yeah. So, you know, so that that's like the next level. Yeah, that is the next level. This has been so awesome. Thank you. Great. I really appreciate the opportunity and- Thanks again for tuning in to Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me 
moneyonthemove1 at gmail.com.